Welcome to Aphesis Church Podcast Channel. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina area, we would love to get to know you better and for you to experience what Aphesis is all about. If you would like more information about us, please visit our website at aphesischurch.com. It is our prayer that this message truly speaks to you. God bless. For today, what today holds, and and uh, but I, I've got a word to teach. If that's all right, if you allow me to do that, I want us to turn to First uh, Peter chapter two, verse nine, a familiar text, uh, and it reads, "But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people." Ye should show forth the praises of him that, who hath called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Amen. Praise God. I love those adjectives. Chosen, royal, holy, Amen. peculiar. Yes. I like that. We're going to talk a little bit about what that means. I want to talk to you about the subject, the crown. The crown is my topic of my lesson today. And I want us to ask God to bless us today and strengthen us and, and keep us in his word. Would you bow your heads with me? Dear God, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your strength. I pray bless us today. Lord, teach us today. Give us that teachable spirit and instruction, God. Open up our ears, our hearts to your word. Plant your word into our to the soil of our soul that it may take root. Help me, God, your teacher today. We thank you together. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you all honor. In your name we pray. Would you say his name with me? Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands unto God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. Praise God. It's good to see some some familiar faces and and uh some distant family in town and uh welcoming a uh, new father not really new father father twice over brother drummers in the house today and uh he's got a new baby at home uh, all sorts of fun stuff i i pray for this church we're gonna have lots of new babies <laughs> Lord, help us. There's something in this water. Be careful. Be careful. Can I, can I just start off with today to tell you you're meant to be different. This weekend is not just for me to enjoy and just to get drunk off, but it's to change my metal, to change who I am, it's to make me different and, and talk different, walk different. We're, we're, we're not just a church just in the sense of coming to a body or a building and, and, and just being a part of a moment. I'm, it's more of a movement than a moment, right? It's about being something completely different. First Peter 1.15 says, says it this way. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy. And he says, in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. 
We'll break that down a little bit, okay? We're, we're called to be holy in all manner of conversation, not just the conversation you have on a text thread with the family or with your spouse, not that type of conversation where you're on the phone with somebody at work and you've got to bite your lip a little bit and watch what you say. I'm, I'm talking about every manner of conversation. What does your, what do, what do you say verbally and what do you say non-verbally? What, what do you say across the parking lot? What kind of person are you that from a distance that we can see you and look at you and say, hey, they're speaking something different. They're different than, than somebody that is probably walking next to them even that may not know who God is or the truth or have what we have. You have to understand that we're called to be different in all manner of conversation. We're called to be different. and We're not supposed to handle anger the way the world ha handles anger. We're not supposed to respond the way the world responds to certain things. We, we have to be different in everything, and we have to be focused. And that word holy is so important because that 16th verse says, Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Well, when Peter says this, he's referring to where it was initially written. And we're going to look at that in Leviticus 20 and 7 when, when uh, it says this, Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. That word sanctify in its original text means to consecrate, means to sanctify, prepare, dedicate, be hallowed, be holy. Of course, it means to be separate. And we are today, we have started the 21 days of consecration. And we we set this up so uh, we are we have a, a good understanding on we have three weeks ahead of us to live this scripture out to live this word out and so today I really want to teach about what that truly means what it means to be holy to be separate to be sanctified and to understand Leviticus 20 and 7 we have to understand the context from which it's born out of and we have to read a few verses before so let's all go to Leviticus 20 and verse 1 it says and the Lord spake unto Moses saying again thou shalt say to the children of Israel whosoever he be of the children of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel that giveth any of his seed unto Molech he shall surely be put to death the people of the land shall stone him with stones and I will set my face against that man I will cut him off from among the people because he hath given of his seed unto Molech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name and if the people of the land do anyways hide their eyes from the man when he giveth of his seed unto Molech and kill him not then I will set my face against that man and against his family and will cut him off and all that go a whoring after him to commit whore with Malek from among their people 
And the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits, after wizards, to go a whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul and will cut him off from among my people. Now, this is where we get verse 7. Sanctify yourself, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am your Lord, your God. Verse 8, I'll read that as well. And ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you. Now, this is the bring context into that verse. We have to understand who is who is Molech. Molech was the god of the Amorites and the Phoenicians to whom the Israelites at times when they were in that land they they, they were they lost relationship with God they they backslid from Israel they they lost out on the fact that they were they were pulled out of Egypt right they were pulled out out of bondage they were they were kept through the desert they were kept through many things but here they've come to this land where they have this idol Molech and the people there, the, the Amorites, the, the Phoenicians there in that land, they would sacrifice their children to this God. And somehow, some way, I know it's crazy to think this, that uh, it gets a little bit more understandable as we go forward. But it's, it's crazy to think that the people who knew God would buy into that, that some of these individuals would follow after this false God. And so God was so angry and so frustrated and so annoyed at that understanding that they would leave, that they would walk away to go after this type of God and what he, what, what he meant in sacrifice to your children, what he meant to the future of, of his people. He said, that's it. If you are going to, if you are going to be with them, you're not going to be with us. Right. Like, I, I need you to understand. I don't, I don't care if, if you know of some somebody you you can't even walk with them talk with them you have to cut all ties you have to be truly separated because it's so vital that you understand what they stand for and what we stand for and so the context of Leviticus 20 truly emphasizes that sanctification is a matter of distinction and I'll say that again. So if you're a note taker, just write this down. Sanctification is truly a matter of distinction. And I need us to understand that the distinction is between two kingdoms. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of this world. And what makes us different? I'm gonna, that's really the question I want us to answer for ourselves. What makes us different from the world? What makes us so, 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 uh, what makes just even our makeup, our, our buildup, our understanding, our, 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 our mindset, our, the way we do things. What makes us so different? You've heard of the phrases, you know, every man puts his pants on the same way, right? I mean, yes, there's certain things we all do the same way. But truly, what makes us different from them out there? Now, we need to understand that distinction is important. Separation is important. I, 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 it's more than just, again, coming to, the, to a revival weekend and getting some awesome goosebumps and having, a, having a, what, I, what I like to call fall, fallout weekend. That's my new term for it. Fallout weekend. We we have a uh, uh, brother Mike. He he came up and prays. He he's got he's got those jelly legs when the spirit gets a hold of him. Uh, he uh, Friday he started. He was so hungry. He came up just worshiping God, and then I came up praying with him. And man, did he just allow me hold him the entire time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know you've seen it. I'm right here holding the poor guy. I'm shaking. Everybody around me is dancing, enjoying themselves. Poor pastor. <laughs> I need to preach last Sunday sermon again. I, we get a seat for him, and he sits. We got we sit him down, and then we had the altar call, and 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 Sister Glenda who got baptized last night, right? Yesterday, yeah. She she was praying right here. She was sitting down, and and she was right in front of this plant. You know, I just felt. You know what? I, I went ahead and moved this plant, and as soon as I put it over here, she just fell out. Her poor head just hit. I, I was like, oh dear Jesus. So, Lord, heal her head now. <laughs> she fell out, came over here. We had another sister who was praying really well and praying for her, and she falls out. When she falls out, it was like it was a domino effect. <laughs> Poor sister Cooksey got taken out. <laughs> All, this whole row of chairs got taken out. It's fallout weekend. It's fallout weekend. That's all right. It ain't over. Who knows who's next? Who knows? It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, poor Sister Cook said, I felt so bad as she texted me yesterday that the Holy Ghost worn out and she's feeling it. So. <laughs> Uh, but I, I want us to understand what truly makes us different from other people and we have to get to a, an understanding of distinction and really I want to uh, bring our attention to what Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy and 2 let's look at that verse 15 we'll start there because this is, this is kind of important it says study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth now remember that. We're going to come back to that, touch on that. Verse 16, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. And the word will the word will eat as doth a canker, of whom is Hymenius and Philetus, who concerning the truth were erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. All right? And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Now let's break that down a little bit because what is this talking about when Timothy starts right off telling us we need to understand the Word of God. We need to study to show ourselves approved. We need to understand that we, 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 we need to rightly divide this. Why do we need to do this? Because verse 16 may, mentions something. Shun profane and vain babblings. Now before you understand this, we would easily maybe assume like profane might probably my mind uh, initially uh, as I was reading this for the first time in my life I think of profanity right you think oh profanity cursing shunned from maybe cursing maybe saying things you know out of context no that's not what this means 
shun pro, from profane and vain. When you ever you see the word vain in Scripture, go ahead and start thinking empty. Okay, that's a it's a common it's a common understanding and, and another word for the word vain. That's why Solomon will say vanity, vanity, vanity. All is vanity. Right. What was he saying? Emptiness, emptiness. All is emptiness. I've I've been everywhere and it's all empty. So here, we, what he's talking about is that these people have received the word of God, the gift of God, all these things, right? And instead of growing in the word of God, they went to Amazon and bought uh, a book on the understanding of John by, a, by an author who doesn't have the Holy Ghost. Right. <laughs> They, they, they go and grab a book from this library that from an author who has who doesn't understand oneness and understand from cover to cover where God is in all those things. His doctrine is not even in the word of God. See, what happens is he mentions their name and I'm probably destroying their name and I read their name. But these two individuals, Hymenius and Philetus, these were guys who misunderstood the word of God and they truly believed that the resurrection already happened. And they go around saying, listen, this is, there's no point in you living a separated life. It's already done. God, Christ took those who already. And, and it, what happens is those who don't understand his word those who don't understand the scripture, those who don't understand what it truly says, right? They, it, it misled them. They, they, become, they become part of this other kingdom, this worldly kingdom. And then he brings up a great point. He says, listen, think about two types of vessels, right? That's what we need to understand. There are some vessels that are meant for honor, and there are some vessels that are meant for dishonor. And he, he goes further, and he makes this point in verse 20, man. If a man therefore purge himself from these. Well, what are we to purge ourselves from? First, just from dealing with these profane, right? Shun profane and vain babblings. Understand that there's some scriptures out, not scriptures in the word of God. I'm talking about books and ideologies and podcasts and YouTubes and Instagram prophets and people out there who want to give you your two, their two cents. And, and, and what you do is that, you know what? I, yeah, oh, pastor preached a good word on Sunday, but you know what? I just, I, I, I got to consume these other words words and I gotta, I gotta I'm not saying you can't grow I'm not saying you can't do that but if they start teaching you something that that's where you need to know to study to show yourself approved to understand you know what I've got to rightly divide these things I've got to know this for myself not just a version of it so first if I understand and purge that those those desires to uh, uh, you know listen uh, forgive me if I pastor a little bit today, but I, I get really leery when I see our members like, like, and repost certain, certain individuals. And I get, I get nervous because I'm like, listen, just because someone says a truth doesn't make them of the truth. Right. 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 And I, I, and it's okay. I'm not trying to stop you from doing any of that. Okay. But I, I just want you to focus on that first verse I read in verse 15, right? Do it in a way where you study first. Mm. 
Do it in a way where you're seeking God to approve you. Do it in a way where you're a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Do it in a way where you're, you're there to divide, right, that truth and understand it. So we need to first shun profane and these empty babblings. And secondly, we need to depart from iniquity like the Word of God says. If we purge ourselves in these ways, then what we do is that we become a dip, we distinct ourselves differently from a different vessel. Now, can I just be really, really straightforward on what type of vessels there were in the house of, uh, or in a common house? All right? They didn't have plumbing. Right. <laughs> okay? They would, they would bring in pots and pails of water. All right? And one pail would be there at the front door. Right? One vessel would be there. And the purpose of that vessel, a servant would welcome a guest and they would use that vessel to wash the feet of the guests, the dirt, the mud, the grime, all those things. Into They'd put their feet in another vessel and that vessel became dirty and just mucky and ugly. Then they would have them to the table to eat and break bread, Right? And they bring out this wonderful dish. Do you think they took out that dirty old feet water, emptied it out and tossed a salad in there and came back to the table and sat down with everybody and say, let's enjoy. No. How did they know the difference? Because it looked different, number one. There were some vessels that were made different, looked different, made of, of, of cheap materials, and, and you could tell they were dinged up. But then there were some that were, were meant for the table. Yeah. Now, you may not have grown up in the way I grew up with a grandma or, or if a parent. Like, they have dishes that they hang on walls. <laughs> I know, this is crazy, right? dishes that you hang on walls not to eat off of but to look at <laughs> I, I go to my parents house they have a, a china cabinet they got dishes <laughs> to look at <laughs> as you sit down at the table and eat off normal dishes <laughs> Don't tell my parents this, but when they pass on, I'm going to eat off those dishes. <laughs> Me and my sisters already made a pack. You, you think my sister's going to, we're going to, you're going to see a hot dog on a gold plate. <laughs> Let me even go a step further. They didn't have plumbing, so there were some rooms with certain pots that collected certain materials, typically after the dinner. My point is, there's a distinction. The Word of God tells us that we need to live in that distinction and separation. We need to understand as we go into the next 21 days, God, make me a vessel of honor. I want to be at, your, I want to be at the table, not at the feet. I want to be at the table, not by the sewer. I want to be, I want to be a vessel of honor. We need to embrace this mentality of a purging and a cleaning out mentality. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. 
Galatians 2.20, For I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Romans 6 and 6, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. And henceforth, we should not serve sin. That's the mentality I'm trying to get us to understand. When we purge ourselves, we're purging sin. We're purging that mentality that I serve an old man. That I, I'm, I'm just same old, same old. Let me, don't get me wrong. I'm going to wake up with achy body. I'm going to wake up tired from a long weekend of running and dancing and praising God, okay? That's part of that, part of the fleshly old man. This, this normal breakdown creature that I've been made. But my mentality doesn't need to live in that. Right. My mentality needs to say, you know what? My God, I'm a new creature. I'm a, I have newness in me. I've been crucified with Christ. Right. Nevertheless, I live. Yeah. So elevate your mentality in these next 21 days. Elevate your understanding. I will say it this way. Stop living in filth. Mm. You, why? Because you are royalty. Yeah. Amen. Okay, there's, I've told this story before, but it's worth telling again. There was a time where I elevated our hotel stays, where I stopped looking for the best deal and elevated myself past a red roof inn. If you stay in red roof inn, God bless you. Okay, I will pray for you and the rash you'll have the next day. All right? But I'm here to tell you that was the case. When me and my wife woke up the next day itching, and we we're like, that's it. <laughs> no, I don't care how poor we are. We're, we're not staying in one of those anymore. We're going we're gonna to bump ourselves up a half star. <laughs> All right? All right. We're going to bump ourselves up a little bit more. We're going to stop choosing to live in filth to save something. I'm willing to spend a little more, give a little more myself. Why? Because I need to change who I, my mentality is. I'm royalty. I went camping with, you know, I like to um, be, go camping. Friend, <laughs> this is funny. Friend of mine and pastor friend, we went camping and kayak fishing and camping. And it was the, oh, the wrong day to do it because it was a full moon. And we're sleeping, sound asleep. I'm in my hammock in the forest. It's the brightest moon ever. All of a sudden, two o'clock, I hear, ah! ah! Over and over and over again. Some animal, bird, fox, mutation thing is screaming out loud. Wakes us both up. Then all the other animals are like, it was this symphony of screams and we're like what is going on well of course the full moon they think it's daytime that's how bright it was and it was the worst night's sleep it was so bad that we planned on staying another night that we threw in the towel we said listen let's go let's just go find another hotel right let's just go find a hotel get some rest so we we pack up our stuff now mind you i was living in a hammock in leaves and dirt and outdoors but still i told my friend i'm not staying in no red roof end. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right? Why? Because you have that understanding. You get to a place where you own who God called you to be and that you're called, you're, you're meant to be living a certain standard and separation of life. Okay? This is not, this is not an ego thing. This is not a pride thing. This is you owning what God made you. This is you owning what God died for you. Because there is a real distinction of what each kingdom expects from us. When I mentioned that Moloch, Moloch represents the world. And it desired that his followers to give over the blood of their children. Whereas Christ desired that his followers take on his blood. That's a difference. That's a powerful thing. I like how Paul will go through a laundry list of sins. 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But this is what I want us to see here. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Paul writes again in 1 Corinthians 1 and 2, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. And with all that, in every place, call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. Hebrews says it this way in 10 and 14, for by one offering, he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. The 13th chapter and the 12th verse of Hebrews says, Wherefore, Jesus also makes this a real point here, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. My point here is that Jesus lays out probably the best distinction in the passage between that kingdom, right, and his kingdom. When he says this in John 10 and 10, The thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's such a strong distinction that we need to, we need to realize that this world does not want to help us. Right. Everything outside this, these four walls and everything, and sometimes some of the things in these four walls that come in don't want to help us. Talking about the, this, this kingdom we need to seek out with everything we have. It's more than just a, I'm here to tell you, it's more than just a three-day revival. All right? We need to go beyond. Now, the, the reason we set this revival up is to give us a great launching pad for us to be hungry for what he wants us to be. I, I, I want to I understand this, that the act of consecration, this next 21 days, I want you to think about this. The act of consecration is a matter of choosing whose crown you're desiring to wear. When you wake up tomorrow morning, all right? Now, I, I, I want to just let you know, some, some people ask this every year, how, you know, are we fasting uh, as a whole group this or, or this? This is what I do. I ask you to pray, I ask you to fast, and I ask you to devote. And what that looks like is find a time to pray every day. 
I, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to pray an hour. I'm not going to ask you to pray 30 minutes. That's going to be up to you and your desire to God. I ask you to press yourself, though. I ask you to seek God. So pray. Whether Pray a couple times a day. That's a good, uh, it's a good option, too. If, you, if we want to throw out the uh, <laughs> throw out the excuse that I got to wake up early and I got to go do, do this, do that, I pray in the car, Okay. Allow someone next to you to see what it looks like when someone's speaking in tongues like a mime. Okay. Let the Lord lead you. Let him literally take the wheel. <laughs> Find time. You can, you can have a conversation. I, I say this all the time when I'm praying with people in the altar. All right. When you're praying... Talk to God like I'm talking to you. We don't got to be so King James Version. We don't got to bust out old English and become Shakespeare all of a sudden. Thou Lord doth toucheth my heart. None of you talk that way. Just say, Lord, I need you. And I got a long week, God. I pray, God, give me favor today. Give me help as I go into my job. My God, keep my children. Cover my kids. I pray, cover my spouse. I pray, help us, oh Lord. I, God, help me get to work there and back safely. I pray for no breakdowns. I pray for, I pray, for, keep my tires from, from going flat. Keep my engine keep on running. Keep, keep things going well, God, I pray. But if it doesn't, Lord, you're still God anyhow. I, I want to worship you today. I thank you, God, for today. Thank you for waking me up today. Right? Man, if I wake up with pain, well, that, that just tells me I'm still alive. All right. All right, I'm living. Some of us are really living. <laughs> but here's what I need us to understand. That moment, I'm choosing a crown. Yeah. Yes. Let me just say this. The word consecration. It does mean separation, but it also means, and it's used multiple times, as the crown. <laughs> and especially when it came to the priesthood. Exodus 29 and 6. We're going to read a couple verses here. It says, Thou shalt put the mitre upon his head and, and put the holy crown upon the mitre. That word crown is the same word for consecration. Exodus 39 and 30. And they made a plate of the holy crown. The consecration of pure gold and wrote upon it a writing like to the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. Leviticus 8 and 9, and he put the mitre upon his head, also upon the mitre, or another word for mitre is like a turban. Even upon his forefront did he put the golden plate, the holy crown, the consecration as the Lord commanded Moses. He even says in Leviticus 21 and 12, neither shall he go out of the sanctuary. This is, these are all directed to how the priest needed to wear their holy garments and how they needed to act. Leviticus, get this scripture here, Leviticus 21 and 12. Neither shall he go out of the sanctuary, this is the high priest, nor profane the sanctuary of his God for the crown, the consecration of the anointing oil of his God is upon him, I am the Lord. When, think about it this way. When Jesus, when had a follower, says, I want to follow you, come and follow me. But I have to go bury Someone who's dead. Yes. And Jesus says something that's probably the cold hardest thing I've ever seen him say. Go let the dead bury their dead. You know what he's really referring to? The mindset right there. 
that mindset that we just read here, because as a high priest, when you're serving God, when you are consecrated to a certain level of God, you were, it was unholy for you to leave the tabernacle to go serve the things of the world. And when Jesus makes that statement, go let the dead bury dead, he was trying to get, if you read the context of that, that whole passage, I didn't put it up there, but when, he, when you read it all, he makes the point that there, some people don't understand that if you're always making excuses to stay connected outside, outside of my relationship and my sanctification, you're not really worthy to be a follower of me. So it's not really being so cold-hearted. He's going back to an Old Testament point. <laughs> there is a separation and a distinction in your consecration. And I'm not trying to be ugly, but I need you to understand you are called to another level. Zechariah 9.16 will say this, And the Lord their God shall save them in that day as the flock of his people, for they shall be as the stones of a crown lifted up as an ensign upon his head. This was a time when he's calling back the people of God, the backslidden people, that they're going to be, <coughs> excuse me, that they're going to be like the stones. They're going to be like the jewels of a consecrated crown. They're going to look different. They're going to be distinct from everybody else. And we need to understand that it's a matter of what crown I wear. What's interesting is that uh, and, and in closing, we can all stand. What's interesting is that the name Molech, even though he represents the world, his name literally means king. So I'm telling you right now, it's a matter of whose crown you're trying to wear. When the word of God says in Leviticus 20 and 7, when it finally he makes that point, sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy for I am the Lord your God and ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you. What am I really trying to get us to hear over and over that your sanctification isn't on your own accord. Right. You can't do it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't wake up and say I'm sanctified. God already did that for you. But you can wake up and say, I choose which crown I wear today. I choose who, who my king really is today. I, uh, I, I'm telling you right now, it's not about the flash and, 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 the, and the, the gold. Christ wore a crown of thorns. And even though they did that to mock him, <laughs> man, he is the King of Kings, yes, Lord of Lords. Yes. And I want to choose his crown every single day. So I ask you to, to be with me and this and the leadership and the church body as we kick off today, as we have the best service we are going to have this weekend. I believe that in Jesus' name. And that we you say, you know what? I'm consecrating myself. I'm choosing to find time in prayer. I'm going to fast, whether it's a meal or a full day or several days. Or let me ask you this, fast some, fast some entertainment. 
Fast some, fast some, uh, you know, fast something else that you're constantly feeding your soul. Yes. Fast, you know, if you drive a lot in the car and you listen to music all the time, well, maybe you'd say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to some, some preaching or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to those sermons that are on the podcast that we had over the weekend again. I want to I listen to, to the word of God. I want to feed my soul. I'm going to choose not to go to this source of, of numbing entertainment. Yes. Uh, listen, I get it. Listen, I get it. This is this is going to be hard. That's the point. If it's not hard, it's not worth it. Right? right? right. I'm already thinking, man. I've got all oh Lord. What's you, Jesus? Help me. This you know the football season just coming to a, the playoffs. Lord, I gotta be, oh, whoa. What day can I fat? No, that's 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 that tells you something right away. Right. Right. <laughs> Think about it. What's important to you? What, what your flesh pushes away from? That'd be a really good tell to say, you know what? That's the thing I need to fast. Yeah. Because it becomes a real sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Take time with your family. Please, these next 21 days, do your best to sit at the table for dinner together. Do your best to crack open the word of God. Amen. Read a chapter together. Yeah. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Have a time of devotion. If you don't have children, do it with your spouse. If you don't have a spouse, go ahead and pair up with someone in the church. Can I, can I offer up a great, a great opportunity? to? It's free of charge. version Bible app. They have hundreds and hundreds of Bible devotions that you can link up with somebody. Let's do a devotion together. They have 21-day ones. You could do it. Just read it. Read a few verses, a chapter, and you have an opportunity to comment what you got from it and, and share those things. I'm, let's, let's really choose the crown that we need to choose these next 21 days. Amen. Praise God. Let's bow our heads together. Amen. God, we're hungry for you. Yes. God, help us, help us do the work. Help us, O oh Lord, study, show ourselves approved. Help us get to a place, Lord, where we can truly rightly divide the word of truth. God, I pray, help us lean into your word. Help us to lean into your understanding, God. I pray, make us, change us. God, make us vessels of honor different and distinct God I want to be used by you I want to be filled by you I want your God to be perfected by you I pray God that this church enter into another season God a different realm another level God of love and understanding and miracles I pray God another level of growth help us sow into the spirit and also reap in the spirit strengthen us as a church body Help us be there and encourage each other as a brother and sister as we choose the crown of consecration these next 21 days. God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory today. We thank you together. And in your name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Clap those hands up to the Lord. If you were encouraged by this message, and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church, or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit EphesusChurch.com. Thank you for being a part 